Hi, I'm Thomas. Welcome to the Parachute Advice Podcast. My life has taken a lot of twists and turns, and on this podcast, I will dive into those experiences. The goal is to help everyone listening learn from my experiences and hopefully avoid some of the mistakes I've made. Welcome to today's episode of the Parachute Advice Podcast. On today's episode, I want to introduce you all to who I am. To that point, hello everyone. I'm Thomas, and thank you for joining. As I go through my story, I hope to share everything I learned over the years with each and every one of you with the hope it might help. I will be brutally honest with each of you and at the same time myself. Working on this project has forced me to really look deep and understand myself, so I hope all of you are ready for this crazy journey. At times it will be dark and other times hilarious. But all of it is what has shaped me and who I have become. There's one thing I've really learned to embrace is in order to be happy today, I have to accept and even at times embrace all the bad that came with it. One of the greatest books I've ever read has this quote from it. This quote really helped me. I mean this wholeheartedly. Go out today and get this book. The subtle art of not giving a fuck, a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. Mark, the author, writes, The desire for more positive experience is itself a negative experience. And paradoxically, the acceptance of one's negative experience is itself a positive experience. So there I sat. I knew things needed to change. I couldn't continue ignoring that I wanted to change things. The result is the past 20 months where I decided to focus all of my energy on losing weight. For as long as I can remember, I have always been overweight. I think back in the day, the term was husky. At least that's what the pants from JCPenney said for most of grade school and a lot of middle school. Honestly, I never really worried about it from a health point of view. I mean, I knew I wasn't healthy, but I've always had a very fatalistic viewpoint. My dad had died of a massive heart attack when I was just 11 years old. It's crazy to think that was 31 years ago now, but after that happened, I just assumed the same would happen to me. So why not just enjoy life? And man, did I do a hell of a job of enjoying life. I drank, I ate, and I chain-smoked. It was not unheard of for me to pound a 24-pack of beer, smoke two packs of cigarettes on a Friday and Saturday night, and then let's not forget the late-night eats, like Euros or Taco Bell or the McDonald's drive-thru. As you can imagine, I was not the definition of health. I kind of just ignored it. Going as far as using the same weight on every form I filled out as I had on my driver's license from 1997. Yeah, it was not what I weighed, but if I kept using it, none of it was real. When I think back to this, I have to laugh. Who was I fooling? I was lucky in that I carried my weight in a way that the sheer magnitude probably wasn't as obvious. As I've lost weight and openly talked for the first time with friends about it, many are shocked to hear how much I weighed. I was always, quote, the big guy. Let's say what it was. I was the fat friend. Every time I say this, it gets a bit easier and a bit more real, but it still hurts. Not that I was this, but that I had become this. I did this. Yes, genetics can play into things, but let's be honest. When you're in your 30s and you eat a ton of calories, don't exercise and make bad lifestyle choices, it's not an accident. Every year I would get a little heavier. At first it was, I won't weigh more than 300 pounds. Then 325 pounds. Then 350 pounds. But guess what? I hit all of those and kept going. In 2016, after a once-in-a-lifetime vacation, 
I was headed home, and the one thing I think every overweight person dreads finally happened. I had to ask for a seatbelt extender for the first time ever on a flight. I discovered a month later at my annual wellness exam, I was about to hit 375 pounds. Just two pounds to go. That was not a goal I wanted to hit. That was the wake-up call for me, or so I thought. I quickly focused on eating better and limiting calories. In just four months, I dropped 40 pounds and felt great. I knew I could do this. I wasn't tracking or exercising. I was just making simple choices, like not eating the whole cheeseburger at dinner or leaving some fries behind. Then, for one reason or another, I decided to suspend the diet for a weekend while attending a good friend's wedding. I had a great time. The old me was back. I gorged on the mac and cheese bar at midnight, which was amazing. I pounded beers as fast as possible and burned through two packs of cigarettes. I remember after that weekend thinking, this is great. I lost 40 pounds, so now I can just go back to my old lifestyle. I had stopped the climb to 400. I had gone from 373 pounds down to 330 pounds, so everything was great. Then the creep back up started. But hey, by this point I at least quit smoking, I would tell myself. I made a good choice there. But let's be honest, the motivator there was less about health and more about the pocketbook. At the time, a pack of cigarettes cost me 6 to $7.00. So I was smoking sometimes $12 to $14 a day. Between 2017 and 2019, I put on 30 pounds and realized I was quickly going to be 400 pounds if I didn't do something. This is when I decided to give this another try. Here's where I get the most common question. Why did I do this? As I said earlier, obviously my weight and health was not great, but truth be told, that wasn't my motivator. The real driver was the reality that I was only seven years younger than when my dad had died of his massive heart attack. But let me be clear again, I didn't decide to lose the weight to avoid his fate. In a way, it was the exact opposite. I had finally fully accepted that this was going to be my outcome as well. Two years earlier, after my 40th birthday, I struggled a lot with the idea that I was only nine years younger than when my dad had died. It took me a year to get my head wrapped around this. It wasn't easy, but this fatalistic view I had for 30 years had really affected me. I blame it on a lot of choices I made, many of which were unhealthy, stupid, and at times very destructive. This crazy view that I was going to die young, no matter what I did, was terrible. A little backstory is that it just wasn't my dad, but both his brother and his mother who had all died of massive heart attacks around the age of 50. What I didn't want to do was die at 50 and not have traveled not enjoyed things like seeing the world. There were so many places I wanted to visit and all of them would require flying. I didn't want to be the fat guy asking for a seatbelt extender while on my last hurrah tour of the world. So I decided I was going to lose weight. For years, I had lectured my friends and anyone else who would listen that a person can do anything they want to if they put their mind to it. You can be or accomplish anything. It just requires effort. But I had spent my life acting like losing weight was some impossible task that you just read about, but never accomplished. It was too hard. It would take too much effort. I had a laundry list of reasons why I couldn't lose weight and another list of all the things I would need to be successful. But in the end, they were all just excuses to make not doing it okay. So as I laid in bed one night in November of 2019, I said that was all bullshit and I should just try. At the very least, I hoped to get back to the weight I weighed my senior year of high school. Yes, losing 70 pounds seemed impossible, but if I put the work in, why couldn't I do it? 
I figured it would take about a year to pull that off. So that began my last hurrah. Between Thanksgiving of 2019 and New Year's Eve of that year, I ate anything and everything I could. I partied. I drank. I made sure every holiday was an all-you-can-eat buffet from a high-end steakhouse for Thanksgiving to an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet for Christmas Eve. The plan was the first Monday of the new year would be the day I started. And by the time I got there, I felt terrible. I mean, I really felt like shit. I had successfully eaten to the point that going on a diet sounded amazing. So on January 6th of 2020, I started my plan. It was initially a simple plan. I would use my fitness pal app to calculate how many calories I could eat each day to lose one pound a week and just do that. The only rule I put on myself was not lying. If I eat it, put it in the app. Own my choices and go from there. This also meant being honest about how little exercise or activity I did in a day. And by how little, I mean none. I literally hated the idea of physical activity. I was the master of avoiding it. I would lie to myself and tell myself I didn't need to exercise. The job I work keeps me pretty active. But the reality is, it didn't. It's probably surprising knowing how it played out, but yes, the starting point was that simple. Here I sit 19 months later and over 185 pounds lighter than when I started this weight loss journey and 200 pounds lighter than my heaviest weight. I have never been more proud of being less than half the person I used to be. Let's think about that. I weigh less than half of what I used to. I lost more than a person. Was it hard? Of course it was. Were there struggles? Yes. I had a month and a half long stretch where my weight plateaued at one point, and I very seriously thought about quitting it all. But I just kept going. On top of that, all of this was going on during COVID. That said, I'm probably one of the only people in the world who couldn't have been more thankful than ever for COVID and the global shutdown. Everything that played out during that time is tragic and all of the loss is horrible. But for me, it was an opportunity to focus on my health. This leads me into another key point that I would recommend to everyone. When you start, plan for the initial few weeks or better yet, few months to avoid any situation that could create an opportunity to deviate from your plan. I assure you if you do this, the gains will happen and at that point, the idea of deviating from your plan will be far less appealing. This is not to say you can't see friends, but have a solid plan. For example, I would plan things where I could eat before and then when I went, I would just drink water or have a diet soda. I know crazy, but somehow an ice cold Coke Zero or Dr. Pepper has become a real treat now. In future episodes, I will get into the details of my diet plan what I ate, how I cooked, and what I changed over those 20 months. As a reminder, I am not an expert in this area and have no formal training. I am purely here to share my personal experiences and all the tips and tricks that I use to lose over 185 pounds and get to this point in my life. My goal is to share every detail I can to help anyone who needs it. I will leave everyone with this one thought. It really is this simple. Just eat less than you need and you will lose weight. Is it easy? No, but it's not hard either. It just requires a lot of focus and personal accountability. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to you joining me for future episodes of the Parachute Advice Podcast. 
you can contact me at parachuteadvicepodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word, parachuteadvicepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at parachuteadvice. Thank you for listening, and please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.